Y'all, we are back and better than ever. I've had a little vacay. I've got a little sun. I just got my eyebrows done today. I am feeling like a refreshed woman. I'm coming up on my birthday. I've got Eve Audley sitting right in front of me. She's here. She's here. A long-awaited return. Anytime that you are not on this podcast and then you come back, it is a long-awaited return. So happy to have you back, Eve. Happy Taylor Week to those who celebrate in Denver. I celebrate. Just, I mean, I'm sure it's clear by my Instagram, but I celebrate. Yep. (laughs) So happy Taylor Week to you. Are you going to either of the shows? I'm going to the Saturday show. You are? And, yeah, I'm so excited. There, it, But it's rumored that Haley Williams from Paramore will be at the Friday show as the surprise guest. So I'm a little bit bummed about that. But it's just a rumor. We don't know if it's true. Who knows? People say all kinds of things. Who's the really rumored know. guest on Saturday? Um, Nobody. So like some of her shows, she's had surprise people and some of them she just doesn't. So. Okay. But this is just what TikTok told me. The surprise could be that there's nobody. That's yeah. how it works. Wow. That could also be true. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I simply don't think that's fair. But you know what? If it's like, okay, if I were Taylor or if I were Taylor's management and Haley Williams was like, hey, girl, I'm free to come be a surprise guest. It's not like I would say no just because she couldn't be there two nights in a row. So I guess. Right. Well, and they just so Taylor on Friday just released, re-released Speak Now, Taylor's Mm -hmm. version. Yeah. Um, And her and Haley Williams recorded a song on that. And so that's why they're in Paramore is on tour. So that's why there's speculation that she'll be there to sing that song that they collabed on. Got it. Got it. Got it. Is she going anywhere in between like today when we're recording and Saturday or I guess Friday when she gets here in Denver? Does she have any other shows? Okay. She was in Kansas City last weekend and then she'll be in Denver and then she'll go to Seattle. Not that I you know, not that we're tracking where she's going, not that we know everything about the door. (laughs) Not that I tune into live TikToks, um, but yeah. Wow. Well, I am so excited for you. I, I wonder what era are you most excited to see? Um, well, I am an evermore girly, but Mm. I'm going with reputation because I'm feeling in my life very reputation like I don't I'm tired of being nice to everybody Mm -hmm. and um I just want to wear black because it's um flattering yeah and um yeah that's just I'm just feel like I'm in my reputation era personally lately well let her rip I love that we love to see that and I hope that that I hope that that comes out today just no filter let it rip okay absolutely and you know that if you need updates on the taylor um concert it will be all over my instagram um of course i plan on being insufferable so yeah earlier this week (laughs) earlier this week i guess it was um it was a week ago um last friday when we were one week out from taylor's arrival in denver i said to somebody 
my Instagram feed is about to get really annoying for about eight days. Well, nine to 10 days, because of course the reactions of people after. It's going to be going on for a few days after. And you're not a big Swifty, are you? I'm not a big Swifty, but like it's all love and light. Um, Yeah. yeah, I'm not anti-Taylor. You know, there's like, I think she's got a few bangers. I was definitely um, a speak now girly. So I'm kind of, you know, I'm excited with everyone else that speak now Taylor version is out. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I, I am not a Swifty, but lots of love and light to all my girls. Yeah. Which I respect that. I just don't like when people like talk shit about her because I'm like, she is arguably the most profitable high-performing artist of our time there's I think there's no arguing that yeah so why are you talking shit so like I I don't care if people aren't like into her like there's music that I don't like that's Mm -hmm. popular but I just don't talk shit about her is how I feel yeah 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 I think that Taylor could do more to rein in some of the crazies um, in her fan base a little bit. I think that even though it shouldn't be her responsibility, like if anyone can influence people, it's her. So, um, and, but she cares so deeply about being liked by her fans, Mm -hmm. but you know, I also understand that she is not just an individual. Like she is an entire team of people. She is an entire like economic system. She is a business. She's an organization. Yeah. She she is an enterprise. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I know. Well, there so like John Mayer, you know, is boo, we don't like John Mayer and like boo. a bunch of all that is on speak now. And she even told people like, hey, leave John Mayer alone. You don't need to right. comment on shit. And it doesn't matter. They're still like commenting on it. Yeah. And it's just like, don't you have anything else to do? You know who we really need to leave alone is Jake Gyllenhaal. You guys. There are so many people who are famous who do really bad things. Yeah. Worse than Jake Gyllenhaal. I a lot worse than yeah. Jake Gyllenhaal. Army Hammer is going to be back in movies in within the year. And everyone's going to forget that he's like a serial rapist. And, and they will cannibal. still be. Yes. And that. And yeah. they will still be blowing up Jake Gyllenhaal about the scarf. Sorry. I know. Yeah. Did you watch the Army Hammer documentary docuseries? Oh, of course I did. Oh my gosh. What a oh ride. It goes all the way to the top, everybody. Really Generations. Oh my God. Crazy. Yes, I agree. Leave them yeah. alone. Leave it's them alone. Been over, it's been over 10 years, you know. Speaking of problematic people, <clears throat> you know what's not going to age well? This movie. This movie. <laughs> but first, <laughs> in pop culture news, you know what isn't aging well? Jonah Hill. Hill. Oh my God. I know. Jonah Hill's therapy documentary. Sorry, I, that's not aging well. So embarrassing. I so I never so watched the documentary because I just I don't know. Same. I, I just don't care. I just don't care. Yeah. I've got my own things to worry about, you know. Um, but now I'm definitely not gonna watch it. No, absolutely um, not. I also didn't realize that he was such a Nepo baby. Oh yeah. Big time Nepo baby. But it makes sense because I've always been like, how did he get so famous? But right. um, yeah, really bad. You thought we were having a bad week a couple weeks ago. 
Jonah Hill. Bad. Bad week. Bad week for Jonah Hill. <laughs> and there have been arguments where people are like, well, his ex shouldn't have posted a private conversation. And here's what I have to say about that. Anytime that a person is exposing any type of like interpersonal violence or like any type of emotional or physical or any type of abuse, it has to go from the private realm to the public because the nature of abuse is it's private. Mm -hmm. So the privacy to me is not that argument's not working for the for the pick me girls and boys who shut are up. just shut up shut, shut up. up yeah shut up I agree I think it's very brave of her for doing that and I'm sure Jonah Hill is like probably like threatening to kill her via text message or something like something crazy like that but yeah. um I agree with you I think that she did a very good thing and um I have friends you know I luckily well that's not true I've been in to a toxic relationship yeah. but uh <laughs> I have friends who, you know, have been in relationships like that too. And I think seeing those like text messages kind of validate that it is abusive and crazy. Mm -hmm. Completely. Um, yeah. Cause like, I always say like, if they sent a text message, if my boyfriend sent a text message like that to me and I showed it to you, what would you think? You would think it's crazy and narcissistic right. and abusive. So when they send it to you, it's also crazy and narcissistic mm -hmm. and abusive. So I'm really glad that she did that. Me too. Yeah. Couldn't have said it better myself. I, you know, uh, just a few weeks ago, maybe it was a couple months ago. I don't know. I've been thinking about it a lot recently, how on the podcast, I was talking with my friend, Nicole Duncan, friend of the pod. And I was saying that like, it is so annoying how now therapy is this like cool thing that problematic men use as like a way to I don't know they use it as like social currency like the guys on yeah. hinge that are like I go to therapy it's like okay good but like okay you can also go to therapy all you want and get nothing out of it yeah like there have been times that I've been in therapy and did not want to be in therapy so I didn't make any changes in my life I just right. spent like $25 copay for like however many sessions and didn't change at all. So like, yeah, man, you can go to therapy, but you have to put in the work and understand what you're working on, you know? Yep. Set some measurable goals. Get some goals. And yeah. if you are an emotional abuser, maybe make that goal. Don't be like that. Don't be like that. Yeah. That's a, that's a big one. I mean, the problem, and, and that's why I say narcissistic too, is like a lot of times, and this is a generalization, I'm not a, an, an abuse expert, but I think a lot of times they don't even know that they are being emotionally abusive and toxic. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't think that they know that. They're just operating from such a place of like, it's just so embedded in their thoughts and their patterns that they're like, this is just the way the world is. Yeah. And you can portray a scenario or a person however you want to your therapist. So if you yourself don't think a situation, it, if you don't think you're being toxic, then you're not going to explain to your therapist that you're being toxic, you know, of like course. you're going to see it. So it's not like, you know, you look better. Of course. Not that I've ever done that. And I've <laughs> never <laughs> tried to make myself the, the protagonist of my own story in therapy, mm -hmm. obviously. No. Very objective, telling all sides of the story. Lol. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but I just think like, God, men especially, 
but really this is a PSA for everybody. You really got to be careful if you're like, I am the picture of mental health. I am a mental health advocate. I am like, you got to be careful with the cause or the principle that you shove down our throats when it is at odds with the life that you live. Like if, I think that no matter what, this would be disturbing and really disappointing to see that any person had been treated this way. Yeah. But it really doesn't age well because of the fact that Jonah Hill is so like Mr. Mental Health. You know? Yeah. And he, and like every single like role he plays is like Mr. Quirky, nice guy. Like, mm-hmm. shut up, Jonah Hill. Shut up. Like, I shut just up. think that, I mean, I'm sure just like we were talking about like Arnie Hammer, like his career is not going to be over. Yeah. But I do think it's going to take some time before we believe him in like a rom com type thing. Right. You know? Good point. Yeah. yeah. So bad week for him. Bad. God, I'm so tired of people using the phrase boundaries to describe shitty behavior. Enough. Yeah. I know I'm not the first person to say that. I know I'm not the last, but enough already. We're tired of it. That's my boundary. My boundary <laughs> is you all need to stop doing that. Just kidding. That's an example of what a boundary is not. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, and hey, good for you for recognizing the difference. Thank you. I'm doing the work. Yeah, you're allegedly doing the work. Yeah, yeah, allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. I'm doing the work until I have a bad week and then it all just goes off the rail. Look, truly. <laughs> it all goes out the window the moment that something some minor inconvenience comes uh, around. That's it really awkward, but yeah. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Let's talk about speaking of other things that don't age well. This movie, <gasps> Notting Hill. <Yeah>. Okay. <laughs> tell me about your history with this movie. Um, I you know, definitely watched it a few times in my youth when it was, you know, more recent of a film. Um, I always liked it. And so, but I haven't seen it in, you know, at least 15 years, maybe 20. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's very interesting to watch through like an adult lens and then also like a 2023 lens for sure. For sure. What do you think? What is your history? So I also watched it a lot when I was younger. This might be one of the first PG-13 movies that I was allowed to see. Oh, I remember watching it with my friend Andrea. Shout out Andrea Hutchinson, friend of the pod. Um, and it was a movie that I really enjoyed. I remember when I went to London and Notting Hill is a, you know, it's a real place. I know. And I remember being like, oh my God, Notting Hill, like the movie. Of course, I would think of the movie. I thought of the house with the blue door, yeah. which to me was like, that was the thing that I remembered the most was that there was a house with a blue door and mm. basically nothing else. But yeah, I watched it a lot when I was younger. Also probably hadn't seen it in 20 years. And God, I really wanted it to be fun. I wanted to love it. I wanted it to be the rom-com of the ages, but there's no calm. There's no comedy. <laughs> and it was just not that good. And that really bummed me out. It was disappointing because I, yeah, I yeah. agree. I just remember it being so good. 
Um, and, and I do know that I thought of it fondly because there's, a, I think it's Real Houses of New York. One of the ladies goes back to London because she used to live in London and they go to Notting Hill. Mm. And I was like, oh my God, the blue door. So I do know that I had, like, I remembered it fondly. So I was disappointed. Yeah. So let's discuss. Let's discuss. It's really hard not to see Anna Scott as Julia Roberts. I agree. Like, They're like the same. The Anna same Scott person. is how I pictured Julia Roberts just being in person. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And that that opening montage looks like a Julia Roberts in memoriam. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like at the Oscars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> totally. Uh, they use the song that's like she um about four times uh, throughout the movie in it, it basically in its entirety. Yeah. And that really killed uh, uh, the vibe for me. The song didn't, but I was just like, all right, we get it. Like, we get it. She's pretty. And there's other songs, um, right. you know, that you could use. I understand like wanting continu- continuity and keeping the same song throughout, but uh, I just felt like if they were going to use the same song, maybe a better one. Yeah. You know? Yep. Those are our notes on the soundtrack so far (laughs) (laughs) so the cd must have been like four songs i know right it must have been four tracks (laughs) (laughs) so hugh grant plays this guy william i'm pretty sure it's william i i mean i just watched this like um a week ago and i've already forgotten that's um, the problem is like yeah it's not very they're not memorable characters they're actually kind of blah there is nothing special about either of these people especially Anna Anna is not a character she's not likable either no she's not really like she's not really nice or friendly or interesting she's just famous and pretty which is kind of how I imagine Julia Roberts to be sorry no offense but I agree. Yeah. And I have a question for you. Um, did this movie come out before you got mail came out? Um, I think it came out after, but I'm going to look because I just think it, it was just like funny that it was like, Oh, the rom-com character works in their own little independent bookstore. Oh yeah. This came out after this was 99. Mm, okay. Yeah. I mean, there are obviously like differences in the plot in the two movies, but I just thought it was interesting. Like, I feel like they both open with like them in a cutesy little bookstore. Right. Yeah. His little travel bookstore. This is a man who I, we have no idea how he's making his living because people are not buying books at that store. It's a Mm -hmm. travel bookstore. They only sell travel books. It's definitely business by now let me tell you I'll tell you what <laughs> you think that place was staying open during the pandemic I think mm-hmm. not the ad uh, with the advent of the internet uh, yeah um no yeah <laughs> that place was uh, that place was gonna shut down three years from when this movie in 1999 that they were enjoying their last couple years yeah I- oh sorry sirens going by it's okay emergency okay. It's an emergency. They got to do what they got to do. Oh my gosh. There was a car crash right outside of my window yesterday. Like I was type, type, typing, doing my little work. And then all of a sudden it was like, 
anyway, that's all. That's my whole story. And I tell you something crazy that happened in right in front of me the other day. I was sitting in my car at a red light, minding my own biz- business. And in my rear view mirror, I see this like big white suburban like gunning it down the street and I was like oh my god he's not gonna stop he gets in the middle lane that's like not an actual traffic lane it like you can turn left and right out of it you know he gets in the middle lane and I realize he's gonna run right through this like intersection (gasps) and he does he swerves he hits like these two cars that are in like the left hand turn lane and then just like like kind of like the suburban wobbles a little bit and then he just speeds off you know what I do? I am immediately on the horn with 911. Yep, of course and, you are. Of course. I mean, and I was like, I know, and everyone was okay. Just to let everyone know. I wouldn't be joking about this if people weren't okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was like on the horn so quick. And they're like, are you calling about the blah, blah, blah on Prospect and Shields? I was like, yeah, it was a white suburban. I didn't catch the license plate because it's going so fast. And then she's like cutting me off. I'm like, my name is, e- if you need, if you need follow-up information. <laughs> You're like, please call me back. Please call me back. I'd love to be featured on a story. Oh my God. Um, Nine news, please get yeah. the cameras. I know, seriously, get them rolling. But uh, local no, hero. It was crazy, I know. Wow. But I was really proud. All of those true crime shows I watched really have been helping me out because I knew exactly what to do. Description of the car, license plate, if you can see it. Mm-hmm. What Good direction job, is you. going? Thank you. You are a, you are such a responsible citizen and we are all safer on the streets because of you. Thank you. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Anyways, so not to stereotype, but I'm going to. Have you ever heard a straight man describe a famous woman as fabulous? No. I don't think I've heard a straight man describe (laughs) anyone as fabulous. I don't think so either. I mean, I guess I haven't really paid attention, but he does, I assume, describe her as that. He does. Like it right in the beginning, he Mm. describes her as fabulous in kind of the voiceover and then and then a few more times he he'll be like and she was fabulous yeah that's another thing too it's like there's other words there are other words we don't have to use the same songs and the same words we can mix it up a little bit toss it in the thesaurus Thesaurus thesaurus.com did exist but you could get a book too yeah yeah and look up and other sure, words for fabulous. Or maybe he has a thesaurus. He probably does. He yeah. seems like the kind of guy who either at his store or at his home would have a thesaurus yeah. on hand. But he didn't use it, clearly. No. He lives in this cool, quirky place called Notting Hill in London yeah. in a house with a blue door, which is very memorable to the two of us. Yeah. <laughs> and he has a quirky roommate who is the only comedic part of this movie. Yeah, I do think the roommate honestly like saved the whole movie, which is saying a lot because he also wasn't that like likable, like, you know, likable or yeah. lovable. He was definitely like the best character, but that doesn't mean that he was, you know, lovable or by any means. Like, I didn't care about him that much. Right. The bar was really low. He was mm-hmm. a goofball, but he wasn't a lovable goofball. He didn't no. do anything to help anyone out. Like he mm-hmm. didn't have his moment of 
heroism in no. his quirky little way or any type of, you know, advice other than the scene where he comes in. He's like, what were you thinking? Letting her go. But yeah. that's only because everyone else was thinking it and he was the only one that said it. It was right. not really because he's like a smart guy, a smart, no. interesting, nice guy. But also Julia Roberts' character, Anna, like she, I almost feel like if she was dating one of my friends, I'd be like, good. Like she's not that fun. Yeah. And she's not that nice to him. Like she doesn't treat him very well. She does not treat him very well. If we could just very briefly talk about the end of this movie in which she's like, are you going to give me another chance? And he at first says no. And I'm like, good. 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 Because she is, she's going to break your heart again. This is the pattern. And if he was a friend of mine, if I would have been among that group of people, I would have said, I'm glad that she left because you deserve better than someone who is just using you when you're convenient. Yeah. And like, I don't care if she's a celebrity and like rich and famous, like she lied to him because she still had a boyfriend, Alec yep. Baldwin, which was hilarious. Sometimes hilarious. I forget that Alec Baldwin exists. I know. And then right? he shows up in random movies and I'm like, oh, oh, you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what happened in this movie. Um, yeah. So she like lies to him about that. I feel like she misrepresents herself to him in a lot of ways. And then she's like, really shitty to him on a movie set and she doesn't actually really apologize she's just like oh well I have to say that because of what I you know how it looks to my co-workers or whatever it was but like I in my younger years um men could treat me like shit and I would still be like well they were just having a bad day or they or like they have a hard time trusting people yeah you don't understand but now if someone did those things to me I would be like I'm sorry but fuck you and like delete your number never speak to you again I don't care who you are and so it would and like Hugh Grant you know is older in this film it's not like he's like a younger guy and so I was just like I think that we're all too old for this behavior I agree and it's not like he's some really unfortunate looking like I don't know, loser of a guy. Like this man is smoking hot. He could, he could find a beautiful woman to date, a beautiful woman with no personality, just like Mm -hmm. Anna, who is probably less logistically complicated. Yeah. Yeah. And not only that, you would think with all of those books, even if he isn't well-traveled, he knows a lot about how to be well-traveled yeah you know yeah. um he could get out and see the world he could yeah. get out and see the world there's nothing there's nothing really keeping him in london he has his friends he has a yeah. sister but yeah. he's not married he lives with a roommate who he doesn't really like honestly he yeah. should have just taken himself on vacation mm-hmm. i see in a different uh, plot for this movie I see him going to like a country from his travel books and then meeting someone in like right the coast of Italy or something he should have starred in um <laughs> eat pray love 
Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. yeah. This should have really been an eat, pray, love moment for him. Crossover. Yeah. I love that movie. I would love, I would love to see that <laughs> Hollywood make it happen. If you're listening, if you're listening. Uh, we have an idea. We've got a good pitch for you. Yeah. So he meets Anna in his bookshop. She just kind of, you know, saunters in and I'm curious, Eve, have you met famous people and how do you act when you meet famous people? I have never met a famous person. Okay. Have you ever like seen a famous person? Like, oh, there's a famous person. No, not once. It's actually really shocking to me. That is shocking. And like not to toot my own horn, but I feel like I'm the type of person that like should have had celebrity encounters. But I really haven't. I truly oh. have not. Oh, one time. Oh, man, I'm going to blank on her name. Catherine Heigl. She oh, no came way. into this store that I um, work at part-time in downtown Fort Collins. But I wasn't there. Oh, and she bought a bunch not. of stuff. And the lady who was working was like, yeah, I thought she looked familiar. Like, you know, oh, it was, the whole God. thing was wasted on someone who didn't. It was wasted care. on someone who <laughs> didn't even know. Yeah. Oh my God. That's so disappointing. I know. I know. And I was off that day, just living my life, just unaware. The, you the know universe really she, owes you one. She was in the store. I would have gotten in my car of course, and sped over there. You just would have said me. day off. Yeah. Right. Day I'll off. be right in. <laughs> I'm in. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, I really haven't. What about you? I have encountered famous people, but I haven't really like met a lot of famous people, but I do get really starstruck and I would have a really hard time playing cool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've even been starstruck on people who have come on this podcast who are like yeah, a lot more true. famous than me. Eve, I'm starstruck right now. Is oh, I mean. God. <laughs> Nobody should be starstruck. What if I say this and then I meet Taylor Swift this weekend? Can you imagine? Oh my God. I was literally just going to say, you're going to see a very famous person very this famous. weekend. So I could see it too. Yeah. Oh, yes. What if she blows you a kiss? I would just pass out. Yeah. I wouldn't remember the rest of the show. Yeah. So, you know, maybe it's better <laughs> that she doesn't. Yeah. So maybe like it's for you to have good memories. Yeah. Maybe if she stays in her lane on Saturday. <laughs> right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so Anna comes into this shop, Anna Scott, and she's being like kind of standoffish, which I guess I would too. If I was famous, I'd be like, don't talk to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's looking at some travel books and Hugh Grant, AKA William is being a little doofus and is telling her how she shouldn't get that one. She should get this other one. And she doesn't listen to his advice. And then she's like, oh, okay, bye. Then they have a classic meet cute running into each other, spilling stuff. And then she goes into a stranger's house. Yeah. Get a new shirt. She's also kind of bitchy about it. She's she's not pleased. And listen, I too, if I were famous and somebody spilled a bunch of stuff all over me, I'd be like, God, this is so annoying. The paparazzi are going to come around and be like, look at this fat hag who can't keep her food in her mouth. She must have spit it up all over herself. Floppy eater. Yes. However, (laughs) um, I don't think I would have gone into a stranger's home or if I did, I probably would have been a lot nicer about it. 
Totally. Yeah. She's not, again, she's just not a nice person. She's not likable. No. He, I mean, listen, William says to her that meeting her was surreal, but nice. And I don't really think it was that nice. I'm sort of like, how was it nice? Yeah. If anything, like this type of encounter would be like the type of thing that I think about before bed for like decades. Yeah. Um, Just like mortified. And I would like relive how Julia Roberts was bitchy to me. Yep. Me too. I take it personally. um, (laughs) I'd be that meme of Michael Jordan saying, and I took that personally. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It would haunt me. Same. I would be haunted. (laughs) Absolutely haunted. A Taylor Swift song. Anyway. Literally. (laughs) (laughs) So she comes back in the house. So after he's like surreal, but nice. God, I'm such a fucking idiot. She comes back in. She's like, oh, I forgot my other bag. And she kisses him. We don't know why she kisses him. To me, it sort of seems like in if this was the real world, she probably would have just done it because she's like, this is a hot guy and I can literally do whatever I want because I'm Anna Uh Scott. uh But she's given us no indication that she is romantically interested in him. They did not flirt at all. She did not have any type of like friendly banter with him. It was all very (laughs) cold and clinical. And then all of a sudden she kisses him. What? Yeah, There's no cause and effect. Great. No yeah, cause and effect. That's a great way to describe it. There is no chemistry. These two, no these two people have zero, absolutely yeah. zero chemistry. Zero chemistry. It's almost like the writers were just like, and just to move things along, we're just going to have her kiss him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And then she says, don't tell anybody. I'll tell you right now. I would yeah, tell. Okay. Him. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'd be texting everyone I know. Yeah. I would be. I'd be broadcasting it. Instagram Live. Yeah. Watch yeah. me. I'm Tune going to kiss seven. and tell. Yeah. 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 Um. Yeah. So, I'd be like DNA swabbing my lips. See, that's like actually really creepy. I'm sorry I said that. <laughs> I, I redact it. Redact. 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 <laughs> no I would never do that that's weird because this is a movie with no subtlety about what we should be thinking the roommate I think his name is Spike or something Mm -hmm. like that yeah yeah he hits it right on the nose when the two of them are watching a movie with Anna Scott and he goes some man gets to kiss her okay (laughs) nice nice And you know what, in 1999, because this is an era in which our roommates have to write down messages for us when we're home or we're not, when, when our roommate is home and we're not, they answer the phone, they're writing things down on a post-it note and Spike unsurprisingly is not good at this. Mm -hmm. Um, And finally, once he gets the message to William, the two of them, Anna and what's his name William they meet at the Ritz yeah of all places of all places of course and I am so thankful for technology because I have had some roommates who I would not trust to take a message on my life Mm -hmm. I wouldn't trust them with anything I wouldn't trust them to lock the door oh yeah let alone take an important message for me of course and what are we supposed to do if we live alone you know what I'm saying like we have is it just that like we have 
voicemails? Like, can the, you? The mailbox, yeah. Yes. And then you just have to make sure that your tape doesn't run out. Right. Big responsibility. Big responsibility. <laughs> yeah. Also, this is a PSA to everyone. Go through your voicemails and delete them because okay. everyone's mailbox is full. And what if you get an important call? It's true. I only keep messages from like my mom and my brother Cute. because I'm like, oh no, what if they die? I need to have a voicemail. Of course. But everything else, gone. Gone. Goodbye. Yeah. And if it's like not a very heartwarming message for my mom, mm, delete mm, it. Pass. I don't need, well, to, I don't need to remember her like yelling at me about, you know, something I didn't do. So. Right. We need, oh, we're choosing <laughs> yeah. selective memory here. Yeah. Exactly. We're building a narrative that is not <laughs> yeah. untrue, but just leaves out parts that are inconvenient to our story. Save the happy birthday message. Not why did I get your whatever thing in the mail and it turns right. out you someone a hundred dollars like you know yeah I don't need, I don't need that I don't need to be reminded <laughs> no. by my mom no. that I need to pay my debts no exactly my mom her name is Ellen and sometimes my mom my mail gets slivered there and she the little devil she always opens my mail and she's always That's like that's illegal she's always like oh I got confused Evelyn and Ellen I'm like okay okay mom uh, you can I read you just, I think you just wanted to look at my bank statement that got you. she absolutely did your mom better be hoping that no one from the law enforcement is listening to this podcast or else they're gonna go bust down her door say Ellen you've got to stop you have another have thing coming though yeah. I will say I'd be like of it's course. all been a misunderstanding <laughs> officer it's all a misunderstanding <laughs> Evelyn Ellen you got it but we live in the same city you know you know yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. so Anna Scott she uses an alias of course when she checks into hotels mm. what would your alias be she uses cartoon characters what would your alias be Elwood's I love that. I love that. Yeah. What about you? I don't know. I feel like I would go with something really normal. Like I would just think of like kind of a common first name and a common last name. Like, I don't think that I would be like, yeah, and I'm Daffy Duck. I would probably just be like, (laughs) I'm Holly Johnson. Yeah. I think honestly, that's the um, probably the best way to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, I would also would maybe be, I, I really identify with Marie from the Aristocats. Oh, I love that. Um, yeah. So maybe like Marie something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I've always really liked the name Lucy. Maybe yeah. I would just even keep like Smith, like Lucy Smith. That's easy. Yeah. And that's cute. Yeah, totally. And like, sure. Maybe there's another Lucy Smith checked into that hotel because it is quite a common name but I don't know I'm willing to take my chances yeah and honestly I don't think that the hotel staff can really give that much weight anyway it's not like someone can like go down the list and be like like and who has time to do that anyway yeah I'm pretty sure that you're not like you're not allowed to just be like oh is this person staying here I'm pretty sure you can't do that I don't think so either. As a social worker, I did have clients that would like stay in hotels and motels and I would already know that they were there. Right. And because I have their address. And so you can call in that way. And they, by that point, the hotel people 
probably already knows that this person is a social worker who is going to be calling. Right. But I think as a celebrity, there's a little bit more protection. I would hope so. Yeah. If I get famous, I hope that not hotels, if, when, when, when yeah. this podcast blows up and listener, exactly. you can help by writing a review, giving us five stars and telling your friends who haven't heard of this podcast. Hey, have you heard of this really cool podcast? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Share our stuff on social, follow us on social, and it'll be no time before I'm checking into a hotel as Lucy Smith. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So uh, the thing that is, this part of the movie is actually funny. When Hugh Grant, as William, shows up to the hotel for this like press, what am I trying to say? Like press Press meeting. Press tour. Press tour. Yeah. He shows up and they ask him which magazine he's from. And he sees the magazine Horse and Hound (laughs) on the coffee table. And he says that he is from Horse and Hound. And that is pretty hilarious because he is asking questions such as were there any horses in it would you add more horses later that type of thing um little misha barton is also in this which i love as who as like the little kid actor who he oh my gosh i did not watch that at all yeah little misha barton wow 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 Yep, yep, yep. Okay, and so and then it's funny because Anna- the movie is in space, right? And that's yeah. why it's funny. They kind of do beat <laughs> beat that to death. That like mm-hmm. it's in space thing, so it doesn't make sense. But yeah, um, but like it is that. funny. Yeah, that was a good part of the movie. Yeah. And I, th- I I'm not because I love horses. Not only am I a Swifty, but I'm a horse girl trademark. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> capital h capital g horse girl for me yeah um i think maybe i liked this movie when i was little too because he references horses yeah he's a friend to the horses and the hounds yeah oh yeah so then anna scott invites herself to william's sister's birthday party Mm mm-hmm She's like, oh, the thing I was going to do tonight, I'm not doing it anymore. Um, I'll come to your sister's birthday party as your date, which again, if I was famous, I would be a monster. I already know that. When I get famous, everybody, I'm going to be a monster. You better hope that you saved my voicemails from when I was a nice person, because when I get famous, I'm going to be a total bitch and I'm probably (laughs) going to start using drugs again and it will be pretty ugly. Yeah. So, um, but I'll be fabulous. Exactly. (laughs) In the words of Hugh Grant. I also could not believe that he just like casually has her over to his family's house. Like I would be, my anxiety would be through the roof. I would be on the phone with my mom and my brother coaching them. Of course. And he, he surprises everybody with her. I'm like, he needed to call each person individually and say, play cool tonight. Okay. Or if a celebrity, if my brother just brought a celebrity over to my home, I would be by surprise. I would be like, um, I haven't cleaned my baseboards in 20 years. 
Um, <laughs> uh, how dare you put me in this position? Right. Mortifying. If, if somebody is bringing a celebrity to a gathering where I am, I need to know because I need to prepare talking points. I need to meditate beforehand so I can play cool. I need to figure out what I'm going to wear. I probably am going to need to buy a new outfit and change my personality. Mm -hmm. So I need time to do those things. And he did not give his family the time to do that. Well, it's actually like on um, the Bachelor and Bachelorette franchise, like when they do the hometowns, like when the person comes to the home, some of those families legitimately like rent an Airbnb. Oh, yeah. I mean, the housewives (laughs) do it all the time. Yeah. So um, he did not give his family the opportunity to prepare in the way that they needed to his family and his friends Um, and his his friends were interesting enough. They were so much nicer than Anna was. Yeah. Um, I, that would be my first red flag. Honestly, even if I brought a celebrity over and they weren't that night and the celebrity date wasn't nice to my friends. Yeah. We're not talking anymore. Like, fuck you. Yeah. And the thing is like, she wasn't outright rude. She was just so like milk toast. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. And a boring partner is not one that I want to hang around. Like if my friend dated somebody famous, but they were still boring, I would be like, break up because it's an inconvenience and burden to us all friends. When you date Mm -hmm. people who are really boring. Where you sit at a, when you are seated next to them at a table, like let's say at like a wedding, Mm -hmm. um, God damn it. I have (sighs) nothing. to say to this person even when you try to bring up topics yeah and like molly you and i are interesting people i feel like we can talk to a lot of different people yes so it's a bad sign when i have nothing to say to you yeah even like when i was on the apps and i would go on a first date sometimes i would carry the team so well Mm -hmm through a date that I would leave that date thinking, oh, that was fun. You know why? Because I entertained myself. Yeah. I just spoke at a wall. Exactly. Laughing my own jokes. Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, man, I killed it out there. Yeah. And then someone paid for my dinner. Yeah. But here's the thing. When someone is so boring that like, even you or I cannot get anything out of them, and they exist and they've dated my friends before oh god and then you they break up and it's not like you're like yeah fuck that guy he was mean you're just like oh well I'll never speak to him again and for that I am so thankful yeah you're like great I already forgot who he is yeah and Mark what yeah yeah Yeah. but yeah that's basically Julia Roberts character she's very blah and you would think as like a celebrity she would have a lot of things to talk about like she's probably experienced a lot of things been to a lot of different countries experienced like a lot of different cultures Mm -hmm. met a lot of interesting people she's got a lot of blind items she could share I'll tell you that and I would be asking her about everybody oh my god I know I would be here's what I I would be so I here's what would happen to me Molly here's me at that dinner party (laughs) (laughs) 
Julia Roberts character walks in. I'm like, oh my God, I'm dressed terribly because ever since the <laughs> pandemic, I just like don't put in very much yeah. effort ever. So I'd be ashamed. Then I would be so anxious that I would drink too much. Yeah. And then that's when I would start being like, so tell me what Tom Cruise is really like. Blah, blah, blah. So know? tell me. Yeah, tell me like, about I all the men be... that Tom Cruise is hooked up with. <laughs> I would be. I'd be like, so how did you, how, how do you think he got into Scientology? What did you think when he jumped on Oprah's couch? Like I would be. Where is Shelly Miscavige? <laughs> I would be so embarrassing. And then I would wake up the next day because here's what happens if I drink too much these days. Mm-hmm. I wake up the next day. It doesn't matter if I was just out with my friends. I am so anxious. Yep. And so I don't drink that much anymore because I'm just too anxious. Right. But I know at that dinner party, I would overdo it. And then the next morning I would be like, should I just move to yeah. South Africa and just never resurface? Yep. Like I know yeah. my anxiety would be just through the roof. Because here's the thing, you're not going to see that famous person again, but you're going to see your friends who are going to be like, We're, oh, Eve, what do you think about Tom Cruise and all of the information you've got now? Uh, yeah, it would be terrible. It would that's be terrible. Exactly I know that's exactly how I'd behave at that dinner party. What I wrote in my notes was, she doesn't seem like the kind of woman who you could lol with. <laughs> oh, no. she And she's not a girl's girl. No. Oh, my God. She's not a girl's girl. And I don't do well with people that aren't girls, girls, like same. And I don't do well with people that you can't lull with. Yeah. I, no matter what role you play in my life, whether you're the mail carrier, whether you're the IT person, whether you're my bestie or the server at a restaurant or uh, an acquaintance at a dinner party. I'm going to need to lol with you. I'm going to yeah. need you to be the type of person who I can lol with. Like mm-hmm. you don't have to, um, like you don't have to lol with me, but I need to know that like we have the potential to lol together in the future. It doesn't have to be like, we'll get there. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I don't need to be but- best friends with everybody who I come into contact with, mm-hmm. but I do need to know like, yeah, I could lol with you. Exactly. And so then again, because this woman has absolutely no substance and this is a completely empty character, they spend uh, about a minute and a half doing um, like just a montage of like her face and she's smiling to the song when you say nothing at all. And she might as well be saying nothing at all because she's so fucking boring. So boring. Everyone goes around saying how shitty they are. And I think, okay, Eve, what do you think about the whole friend in a wheelchair because she fell down the stairs thing? Random. Very um, random. I think that they were trying to maybe be like ahead of their times and like be inclusive or like maybe. Yeah. Actually, I really don't know what they were going for there. Yeah. Part of me. I don't when... know. If they... Go ahead. Oh, well, when when she first appeared in the scene um this character who is in a wheelchair I was like oh okay cool because they didn't make a thing of it at all in the first like five minutes it was just like this is a person 
who is a friend and she happens to be in a wheelchair wheelchair. representation we love to see it and then basically once she starts talking about herself it's a lot of like this is my tragedy this is like my tragic story like I'm such a loser because I am paralyzed and like no shade to the struggle but that was sort of like okay I don't love that this has to be like all tragedy and she can't just like exist as a person that this has to be like a big part of her character and not just like a piece of her identity instead of just leaving it as like okay he has a friend that uses a wheelchair they like still kind of like went out of their way to like point it out they're like we have to they're like we have to address it (laughs) but then why put it in there in the first place and it also it makes me feel like maybe there was like a deleted scene or like a deleted part of like the script or something where like maybe they went into something more or the Julie Roberts character like had an interaction with her about it or something because it just feels it did feel like really like disjointed or like just not connected to anything. And I could totally see Julia Roberts character doing some something weird like addressing yeah. it in some weird way yeah. you know. I guess the one time where he brought it up that it really felt like kind of a zinger, or at least that was how it was intended to be, was when Anna Scott gets caught by the paparazzi at William's house. And he's like, listen, at the end of the day, this isn't that big of a deal. I have a friend in a wheelchair. So, you know, could be worse. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Shut the fuck up, Anna. (laughs) Oh, God. Yeah. My mom always told me growing up, and I don't know if this is like a known thing, but she always said, uh, like, if I was worried about something that happened, she would always say, if it's not going to be something that matters in five years, then you don't need to really worry about it. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking with Anna freaking the fuck out about the pop paparazzi being at his house. I was like, yeah, I understand that it sucks right now, but like, guarantee you in five years nobody is gonna remember like that one time she was photographed outside of like a normal person's house (laughs) right and she is so mad at him about it when she's the one who walked out the door nobody dragged her there either no he even told her don't open the door no matter what you do and she's like you are doing something and then she gets mad at him because she's basically taking it out on him but if there's okay first of all there's no one to blame here but if there's anyone to blame it would be her and not him he did not do Mm -hmm. anything to get the paparazzi there yeah and it's not his fault that she opened the door and walked out yeah she wasn't listening she was not listening but the fact that he's like don't think about it we'll sort it out it's nice but it's unhelpful that he really is not reading the room yeah no I agree it's definitely one of those things and so um, so like my brother for sure he's gotten better but he is definitely like the type of person that I feel like yeah I'm just really upset or I'm really anxious okay here's a great example I love my brother to bits by the way but when our dad passed away I texted my brother maybe like a week later and I was like, I'm just so sad. I miss him. And my brother was like, well, don't be upset. He wouldn't want us to be upset. And I'm like, okay, well, okay. But, um, maybe (laughs) I could be upset that he's dead. 
Okay, well, I am. So, yeah. so um, but yeah. thank you for your help. But yeah, Hugh Grant. Like, thank you for your contribution yes i'll keep that in mind try yeah. to not be upset dear diary uh <laughs> don't be upset <laughs> oh my god yeah but yeah Hugh Grant's character is definitely giving off that vibe. he's giving off that he's giving yeah. off it'll be fine <laughs> yeah because he has not faced the kind of adversity that his friend has in a wheelchair. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, okay. Or, he has never like looked- he, she's like also kind of saying like, he doesn't understand because he's not a celebrity. Right. And it's like, yeah, bitch, that's why you're there. Yeah. It's because he's not a celebrity. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's this part where she says to him, what am I doing with you? He says, I don't know. I'm afraid. And she says, me neither. This is a summary of how I felt throughout the whole movie. I'm like, yeah, I don't know. I have no idea what is bringing the two of you together. She's so rude. If my boyfriend said to me with a straight face, why am I with you? I'd call the police. (laughs) I would have an ambulance on the way. Yeah, that would be. Not because I would kill him, but I would be like, "Well, my life's over." Yeah, because (laughs) it would hurt my feelings so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really rude of her, honestly. Like that's just, I'm like, I am for sure like the type of person that like, if my friend has an issue with a guy, I don't care what my friend did, I'm always gonna have her side because I'm like, fuck men. Yeah. Um, you're a girl's girl. Movie, I was like, man, she's just really not kind to him at all. Like, he right. deserves better than that. Yes. And yeah. to be clear, uh, listener, this is a fictional character, mm-hmm. and we are criticizing the way that this character was written by a man, mm. um, mm-hmm. and not, you know, famous women who date normal people. Correct. We don't yeah. know what they're like, really. Great so, yeah, when we, not all women, you know what I'm saying? Not all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, do you think that you would be good at dating a famous person? No. no. <laughs> I have too big of a mouth. You know what I'm saying? I've got a big uh, mouth. I don't think I would. Well, okay. I can keep a secret if I need to, but it would just be so hard to live with like the juiciest secrets all the time I would be writing in blind items left and right oh my god of course um I assume if I was dating a famous person like if it was serious I wouldn't have like a job so my job would be to just be writing blind items constantly yeah constantly incognito browser yeah and I think I'd be really insecure too um just like being around like that much like wealth and fame and like fancy things I just think I would feel really insecure like I just don't think I could handle it I think it would be hard to meet a lot of other famous people because naturally you know you're the plus one going to the Grammys to the Oscars Mm -hmm. blah 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 the after parties and uh, celebrities are not like good people even the yeah. ones that we think are really fun and goofy are rotted. So you Jonah don't... Hill, great example. Jonah Hill, for example, even the ones that are like, <laughs> I take care of my mental health. 
They don't, yeah. bitch. So yeah. meeting them and having all of the facades shattered would yeah. be so sad. It'd be really disappointing. Like yeah. I, but then I think that would make me talk more shit. Of course it would. Because I would be so disappointed and like, like, let's say I met Tom Hanks and sure. someone who was just like portrayed is just like, oh my god no wait I have a better one Steve Martin because I love Steve yep. Martin if I met yep. Steve Martin and he was a total douchebag or like creepy or like rude to a waiter or you know the list goes on my my heart would actually be broken like me too I'd be really sad yeah I would be bummed yeah. don't meet your heroes you guys Mm-mm. I agree and that's actually why I Like, I am upset I've never met a famous person, but I'm also like, well, maybe it's for the best. It could be for the best. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would really love if I was dating someone who was like, um, maybe D or C list. Um, so that you get all the fun perks, Mm -hmm. but or like a producer, like behind the scenes. Yeah, totally. Like, you still get to go to the Grammys and stuff like that, but there's not as much like spotlight. Exactly. And also, like, people aren't really following them around like the paparazzi thing I think would be really hard or like you're just trying to enjoy a regular old lunch and everyone's coming up to me like can I have your autograph like I want to be able to go out in public and still have a good time in fact actually I would like to be a D or C list celebrity that's actually what I would like yeah I agree like um yeah I think that would be ideal too. Cause like, you're obviously going to run into like some people who know mm-hmm. you are, but I don't think it would be nearly as much pressure as far as like you having to feel like you have to look okay all the time for the paparazzi or like doing and saying the great things all the time. Right. You would just, I feel like you would still get kind of like some recognition, which would be like a nice little ego boost. I'm sure. Of course. Yeah. You still just like to get to mostly live your normal life. Right. And I've yeah. always said, Famously, I've always said that I want to be a famous writer or podcaster because then Mm -hmm. the people who see you in public are the ones who know. It's not just like, you know, I'm on TV and therefore people are like, oh, I've seen her before. Like only the listeners and the readers know who I am and they're the ones and that are coming up to me and giving me attention. Correlation isn't causation, but they if they sure. know who you are, they probably like you. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're hate listening to this, fuck you. Get a life. Get a life. <laughs> oh, God. Get a yeah. freaking life. Yeah. You heard it here first. Get a life. Yeah. <laughs> the one moment where I really think that Anna's character is somewhat cool mm-hmm. is when she tells off those guys at the restaurant. When the, yeah. there's a group of guys who are talking about her in a very crude manner. Yeah. And... And at first, William goes up to them and is like, she's a real person. You shouldn't do that. And they're like, oh, yeah, okay. And then, nerd. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, freaking nerd. And then she comes up to them and is like, oh, hey, guys, just so you know, I was right around the corner. Or like, you know, whatever. Yeah. And they are left feeling bamboozled and flabbergasted. I was like, okay, that was cool. It was a real gotcha moment. Yeah. And I do kind of love a gotcha moment like that. Me too. Yeah. Alec Baldwin. Surprise. He is the American boyfriend. Yeah. Yeah. And 
and that's really it that's his only scene yeah and he's mean like he's not a good guy we can tell he's like not a good guy but you know what can you do um and alec baldwin the real person also not really uh not a good guy so i've heard mixed reviews for sure (laughs) the reviews are mixed (laughs) (laughs) yeah 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 these at best everyone forgot that he killed somebody i was thinking about that the other day because um maybe this was like a couple months ago when like his charges were reduced or something right i was like oh yeah and i i still can't believe that that it just like happened i know here's the thing is that like i know that it was an accident i don't think that he's out here killing people no for fun agreed um but it is just absolutely bonkers how that was like literally a 48 hour story and then we never talked about it again yeah i was just like oops that was a tragedy um and then we never really heard about it except for like a random daily mail news alert i got right yeah god well and before that though he i mean obviously like accidentally shooting someone is much worse (laughs) but before that though he was always just like throwing huge temper tantrums on like an airplane and yada yada and i was telling my friend the other day like when you watch a grown adult throw a public temper tantrum it is the most embarrassing thing oh my god it's so cringy because they're willing to do that in public imagine what they're like just at their house it's so embarrassing and like I don't even feel bad like I can't even empathize with them because I'm like you are just mm-hmm. acting so embarrassed right yeah now. like you're really just digging <laughs> a hole for yourself yeah and like especially if they like, their kids around and stuff too I feel so bad right yeah <sighs> so sad like I was at the airport um a few months ago and this woman's carry-on was too big I mean it was a fucking big carry-on like it wasn't I mean, I guess you could technically say it was a carry-on, but it truly was too big to be a carry-on. And sure. she's, like, shoving it in their, like, little, like, bin, you know, that, like, is, like, mm-hmm. they used to measure it. And she's, like, see, it fits. And she's, like, screaming and then, like, looking around at the like, the rest of us for, like, support. But we're all, like, no, yeah. acting insane. Yeah. Once you cross that line and and yeah. you're not going to be getting support when you look around at, at, at the people nearby, yeah and if it and then like this one lady was like no like your bag doesn't fit in there (laughs) (laughs) I love when people can come together against a common enemy who's like throwing a temper tantrum yeah and I have like my airpods in like oh this fucking guy am I right (laughs) I'm trying to get on my plane home honestly oh my god uh yeah so here's a piece that is a little interesting, a piece of this uh, plot, that okay. her nudes were leaked and she was <laughs> filmed without consent. And yeah, it's terrible. And also it shows that the impact of that is so 1999 because now mm-hmm. like literally we have seen everyone's nudes uh, all the time, you know? Yeah. Um, Because it's 2023. So, um, so now it's like, oh, nudes were leaked. It's like, okay. Like, okay. Yeah. Um, but in that era, of course, 
not so common and not I'm I'm not saying that because it's common it's okay it's not okay it is not okay to very violating it's still very violating like I don't mean to minimize the experience for like the individuals whose private photos or videos are leaked however the way in which like the press reacts to it when they're like oh mm-hmm. my god yeah that's what's that, very 1990s about that it. is what's very 1999 mm-hmm. like they've never seen um a naked body a naked before. body before yeah um so she's hiding out at his place they're just kind of you know flying under the radar he's reading lines with her I did not realize when I watched this as a kid that they were talking about eating Mel Gibson's ass. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's funny how when you're little, you like don't know. Stuff. You don't know anything that's going on. Yeah. And like, I wonder, I wonder like looking back if like, cause I probably watched this movie with my dad and I wonder if he like was like, oh shit, we shouldn't be watching this. But I'm just like sitting there like, what? Yeah. <laughs> Completely clueless. But yeah, yeah totally. that was another one. And Mel Gibson is another person I find to be disgusting. So. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> he as an individual has not aged well. Certainly not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Yeah. So. That's actually, he's the person that I real that I first learned about what anti-Semitism is. Yeah. Because that whole meltdown was when I was younger. And I didn't understand it. And then my my mom was like, well, let me tell you a thing or two about history. And ever since then, yeah. Wow. Yeah. We we learn. (laughs) Mel Gibson says hateful things. We all learn. We all learn. Yeah. We all learn. Hopefully. Yeah. God, I hope so. (laughs) Um, Shouldn't have to learn without him saying hateful things. Um, But you know what? And having an absolute meltdown. But yeah, here we are. Here we are. If there's going to be a meltdown, I hope we can learn something from it. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't being taught that in school, certainly. Certainly not. Because I would have been like a teen, maybe like at the most sixth grade. Right. So yeah. So yeah. Thanks, Mel Gibson, for that at least. Yeah. So starting them young. Yeah. Tell your mom thanks as well. (laughs) Yeah, I will. (laughs) so uh so then once as we said anna goes outside all the all the paps are there she takes out her frustration on william and he's like we should all laugh which again not helpful but she's like i'm gonna regret this forever fucking yikes and then we have this montage where um the seasons are changing like Mm -hmm. hugh grant is walking down the street along the markets of notting hill and the seasons are changing changing he wears the same clothes no matter the season Mm, um maybe he's like really going through it like maybe he hasn't changed his clothes in months yeah maybe he's been (laughs) wearing those same clothes maybe he's so depressed (laughs) literally he's so depressed that he has not (laughs) changed out of that like very light pink dress shirt with yeah with the sport coat that goes over his shoulder yeah yeah what a look though am i right if you don't change your clothes the seasons will change and that is a message to remember that's (laughs) a message to remember if you take anything away from this (laughs) the seasons are going to change even if you don't change or change your clothes yeah Yeah, exactly yeah (laughs) um 
Okay. And then very randomly, because I guess maybe because they're both little weirdos, William's sister, Honey, the one with like kind of the feather hair and Spike, the roommate, um, get together. Yeah. That was like, I'm sorry. What? Why did that happen? It was very random. I felt like, and that was like another thing that like, I felt like maybe some part of the script got like taken out or something like that because- it was just so random that like all of a sudden they're together. I mean, you can see how because they know mutual people and that's usually how like connections happen, but um, right. just seemed really random to throw that in there. And she also, it's not even like she just expresses interest. She says to everybody, I found a man I'm going to spend the rest of my life with. Yeah. And then she's like, by the way, it's you. They have not, yeah. at this point, we don't even know if they've been on a date yet. I don't think they have. Uh, not that I know of. I'm... Yeah. So anyways, again, they just kind of plop stuff on us. They establish no chemistry or interest between characters. And then all of a sudden plop uh, romance in our lives. Yeah. Yeah. There was a couple of things about this movie that were just so much fun. So like um, Bridget Jones Diary. Okay. I feel like that to me, like I saw like a couple of crossovers, um, one of them being blue things, because remember how oh, um, yeah. she makes the soup blue. Yeah. And then doesn't one of her friends start like randomly hooking up with someone, but there's more of a buildup. Yeah, there's more of a buildup. It's almost to me like Bridget Jones Diary kind of like looked at this movie and said, okay, we have Hugh Grant let's just make a better version of this let's take the things that work and we'll make them better like the friend group is mm-hmm. like works in Bridget Jones Diary the blue soup is funny and quirky in Bridget yeah. Jones Diary the friend hookup makes more sense in Bridget Jones Diary right um yeah I Bridget think Jones it. Diary is actually funny oh my gosh I love that <laughs> oh my god me too Listeners, go back and listen to our episode of Did Bridget Jones Diary Age Well. So let's see. Oh, Kim Cattrall. Yes. That was so fun. That was like my favorite part of the movie was being like, oh my God, I forgot Kim Cattrall is in this. Yeah. Yeah. I love her. Yeah. I love her. She's she's showing him around the set uh, there at Hampstead Heath, which is a very beautiful kind of like picturesque countryside, but in the city kind of area in London. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is where he overhears her talking shit. She's like, yeah, someone from my past. I don't really know why he's here. And then he leaves. Yeah. She comes back into the shop the next day and is like, hey, what? And he's like, yeah, that was like mean what you said why did you say those things oh and you know what also really grinds my gears what his co-worker the guy in the cardigan yeah he he thinks that she was in ghost when really that was Demi Moore and I just think that she didn't have to correct him in such a mean way yeah that was rude it was rude like either just go along with it he's gonna figure it out later someone's gonna be like dude she wasn't in ghost and then he's going to feel embarrassed. Yeah. He doesn't need to feel more embarrassed because you decided to correct him rudely. Yeah. Like, sorry that he can't keep track of all of these white women with brown hair. Okay. Yeah. My God. Girl. <sighs> Girl. Here's another red flag, though. So if, okay, so let's say I had a love interest come to like an outing or like a situation with me. 
And then I'm like, hmm, I wonder why they stormed off. Like I would be thinking like, what did I do? What did I say? Mm -hmm. And then I would probably have the self-awareness to know like, oh shit, I was talking shit about him and he probably heard me. Like that's the only logical answer. And she's so like unaware of like what she did. She's just like, huh? Completely. And she doesn't apologize. As we've said, she does not say that she's sorry. No, she's just like, oh, well, I had to say that because, you know, you just, he's an idiot. And like, I just didn't want him to be like talking about it or whatever. Yeah. As if he was supposed to know that. Yeah. And it's like, it's not like she was like, I'm so sorry. I can explain. She's just like, obviously I had to do that. You should know that I obviously had to say those things. Right. Like she expects full trust without having built any trust. Yeah. Yeah. Did not like that moment. Don't love that. And again, my feelings would be so hurt. Like Same. I would be, I would be in a situation where I would feel really out of place. Like a movie set. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what's going on. And clearly right. the outsider has no idea where they are. And who's like in the way. And then like the person that I told everyone that I'm like here to see is just like clearly talking shit about me. Right. Like my feelings would be so hurt. Yeah. Even Kim Cattrall could not make me feel at home there. No, yeah. no. It would take a lot more than that. Yeah. Yeah. I did not like that part. She's just, she's just a mean person. It's not even that she's just not nice. She's not a kind person who takes responsibility for her own actions or even just takes responsibility for her own life. Like I have a lot of sadness and frustration for her that like her nudes were leaked and that her life is not normal because she's famous. Yeah. But I also think that she does not do anything to earn William's trust so why would like why would he even trust when she comes back and says like oh well it's because that guy has a big mouth obviously I had to lie yeah um like why uh, and why is she following up the next day like if I like if my love interest like ran off like you bet your ass that day if I cared about them I would be like calling them like yeah she knows how to reach him yeah she knows exactly where he lives duh so where he works but yeah that was another thing where I was like the timing was like bad too like I would expect an apology right away and I feel like if I cared about someone I would want to give an apology right away you know completely yes yeah (gasps) so annoying also like if she is interested in him and she really does want to be with him why would it be so bad if it got out to the people uh, literally the next day at a press conference? Yeah. She says to the entire world that she's going to be with him for the rest of her life. Yeah. So why the fuck would it matter if she told one of her co-stars, oh yeah, like he's a guy that, um, or he, she could even just say he's someone from my past or like he's an old friend. Yeah, literally, literally, she didn't have to be like, he's, he's someone from my past. I don't even know what the fuck he's she doing here. She could literally here. say, he's my cousin. Yeah. But and it wouldn't be a big deal. It wouldn't be a big deal. But like, I'm just trying to understand the logic of like, why is she willing to the next day tell the entire world that she loves this person? And the day yeah. before she's trying to like keep it under wraps that she even knows him. Yeah. Okay. And my toxic trait is that I would be like, pining for julia roberts character right like she treats Mm -hmm. me like shit but i'm still like showing up for her blah 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 and then there's a press conference and she finally like confesses her love for me and i'm like oh i don't think we're there yet (laughs) (laughs) 
Because she says she's staying in Britain indefinitely. Like, I'm like, you are? You are? We've hung out two times. Yeah, actually, I'm, I don't. What? No. Yeah. It would be nice. Maybe we should spend like a few days together. We're going on a trip. Yeah. Yeah. We're just kind of trying things out. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Even Um, though like days before I was like, oh my God, I love her. Right. Oh God. And imagine how frustrating it was for his friends to hear about her all the time. Yeah. Yeah. So part of me thinks that when they're, you know, trying to be supportive and be like, yeah, sure. That was the right decision for you to say no to her request to be with you. Um, like maybe they were being genuine, but we're not meant to believe that they're being genuine. We're meant to believe that they're just like, you know, they think he's made a mistake, but they're trying to be good friends and be like, yeah, sure. But I don't know. Part of me is like, maybe they're relieved because they won't have to hear about this chick anymore. Uh, Or she won't be in any more dinner parties. Oh my God. Right. So yeah, basically. Oh, you know, another thing about the press conference that was frustrating is that, so they do, you know, they do the whole car chase. He changes his mind. He gets to the press conference. I wanted him to say when they said, which publication are you with? (laughs) What a perfect opportunity for him to say horse and hound. It worked before. I I'm glad that he brought it up eventually, like that he said eventually at the press conference, he like did a callback to Horace and Hound. But I was like, (laughs) you guys, this was the perfect opportunity for him to to say Horace and Hound. And then they're like, sure, go on in. Yeah. But instead they were like, remember that chick in the wheelchair? She's gonna. (laughs) What happens is, so for the listeners, he shows the security guard his blockbuster card um claiming to be r.i.p claiming to be (laughs) a writer for their internal publication and he is like yeah that's not gonna work and then his friend rolls up and is like actually he's here to talk about how shitty london's hotels are for people in wheelchairs and it's like you know what love the cause also i think that they just needed to come back to like Remember how crazy it is that this woman is in a wheelchair? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, totally. So um, everyone cheers, all of the, you know, all of the press. Everyone is thrilled that they're going to be together indefinitely. And then they do this thing that I think is, I don't know. I think it's kind of weird. I know I've said on the record that I love a where are they now flashback type mm. thing at the end of a movie like at the like right before the credits roll yeah I agree um I do love that what I don't love is how they go from this scene of her saying indefinitely which is where they should have ended it but instead yeah. they show that they get married she's wearing a tiara of course um Duh. he's on the red carpet with her and then she's pregnant at a park yeah. like that was not necessary. The fact that she said indefinitely, I'm like, yeah, I'm not a fucking idiot. I can fill in the gaps. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I Yeah, think. it was unnecessary. And it was just like, and I also just don't think that they like, like I like we've been saying this whole time, like they just didn't build enough chemistry like the whole time. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like I was like, oh, yay, they got married and had right. a baby. Like I was just like, okay. I'm like, <laughs> okay, so now they're going to have this. <laughs> nepo baby yeah it was just like huh all right well yeah good to know i guess 
I guess. But it wasn't, but I agree with you. It wasn't one of those things where it's like, oh man, I wonder what happened. Right. Or like, I want a second movie so I know what happened. Right. It was just like, oh, all right. I want to know, you know, in the, in the sequel, I want to know like how he navigates being a normal person dating a celebrity. Like actually dating, not just like one weekend. But, and he's actually kind of boring too. He is so boring. I don't think that there would be that much to even really show or see. Like, I feel like he would just show actually, And everyone would just be like, all right, there's, what's his name? Right. Because he's not, he's he's not like very memorable either. Like, he's not like the type of person you bring to an event or like a dinner party. And like the next day your friends are like, oh my gosh, they were so fun and blah, blah, blah. They'd literally just be like, wow, he was so hot. Yeah, or they would just be like, oh, yeah, what was his name again? Like, Yeah, if he wasn't hot, people would be like, yeah, it was cool to meet him. Yeah, nice (laughs) to meet him, but that's it. Yeah, so does it age well? I mean, no, it's not that good, and I'm really disappointed. So I would say, like, as far as, like, does it age well as far as, like, things being, like, PC and things like that, like, it's fine. Yeah. Um. But as far as like, I remembered it just being so much better. And now I'm like, what a boring film. It was so boring. These people were boring. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Hollywood, do better. Do better. <laughs> do better. Fortunately, we have so many other rom-coms that are actually calm, actually mm-hmm. funny in yeah. this era uh, that... It's okay if if one is a dud, it's fine. And maybe maybe we liked it so much because all of those other good ones, maybe this one was just like riding on the coattails of all those others. I think it was. I think mm-hmm. it was. So Eve, today for almost movie trivia, I have Great. come up with a few questions for you about celebrities who date normals. <laughs> Great. Okay. I can't wait. Okay. Question number one. Margot Robbie and her non-famous husband, Tom Ackerley, started a company together. What kind of company did they start? A, a fragrance company, B, a film production company, or C, a pet bandana company? Um, I'm going to say pet bandana. Uh, it's a film production company. <sighs> of course. That makes course. sense. They produced I, Tonya and a couple of other movies. So, you know what? Good for them. I need to rewatch I, Tanya. I watched it when I was kind of like not when it first came out I was like going through a bunch of shit so I just yeah. like wasn't really in a place to like watch you weren't ready it. for it Mm-mm. no yeah. I was not um oh my god Molly it's just so hard for me to not make Taylor Swift references this whole time <laughs> <laughs> and she has a song are you ready for it I yeah just, I just can't okay next question <laughs> Based on the demographics of our listenership, I think that almost everyone is going to be a hundred percent on board with okay, great. with that. It's just like I don't. I know that not everyone is a Swifty, so I'm just trying not to be like, "We get it, Eve. You like Taylor Swift, and you're going to her concert in five days, right?" But you know what? <laughs> Pretty much everyone who's going to her concert, like, I think that you could like say that about them. So it's not like you know, <laughs> it's not. It, it's not going to be super targeted at you. It's nothing personal. Okay, great. Okay, question number two. 
Until 2021, Adele was married to a non-famous guy named Simon Konecki. They finalized their divorce in March of that year, and for the first time in public, she stepped out with a new man a few months later in July of 2021. Who was she dating, and where were they seen? Was it A, sports agent Rich Paul at the NBA Finals, B, Jason Derulo at the premiere of Cats, or C, (laughs) Quest... (laughs) Or C, Questlove at Lollapalooza. Um, A. Ding, ding, ding. That is correct. And that is who she is still with. Oh, well, good for them. Yeah. Also, as a Taylor Swift fan, I don't stand behind her work in the movie Cats. I think that as, (laughs) that is important to say. Um, And I would like to say for the record that this podcast does not support the film Cats. Um, Thank God. Yeah. Big and up. and and the work of anyone in it. Um um so at her concerts like the thing that's happening is she does like two surprise songs that are, like aren't on the mm-hmm. normal set list. Yeah. And my friend Carrie was like, "Oh my fucking god, would what would you do if we get a song from Cats?" Oh my god. Can you imagine? She would never, she would never do that for us. She, but I would She knows better. I would take it very personally. <laughs> Okay, next question. That would be a nightmare. Um, Okay, question number three. What does Anne Hathaway's non-famous husband, Adam Shulman, do? A, he's an investment banker. B, he's a non-working Nepo baby. Or C, he's a jewelry designer. I think A. Uh, He is a jewelry designer. Uh, I thought you were going to say Nepo baby. Oh my gosh. No, I don't think so. I mean, I guess those two aren't mutually exclusive. I don't, I don't yeah. know who his daddy is. I don't know who his sure. mommy is, but I do know that he's a jewelry designer. So well, that's nice. And she I kind of has that. a way to just like wear his pieces on the red carpet. It's exactly. Free, free publicity. Her engagement ring is really gorgeous. And he like designed really? it. Obviously you should look it up. I should look it up. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I, that's, those are all the questions that I have. I love when famous people date normals and I just think like, wow, how down to earth of them to date a normal person. Yeah. That's what I think. It's probably nice. Um, you know, who dates a normal person is Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just read green lights. Oh, nice. It was good. Cool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I kind of understand like the potential benefits of dating another famous person because it's like they get it but also I don't want to have to like also be responsible for another person's public (sighs) image you know what I'm saying their schedule and blah 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 yeah and I just know it's like if I was famous and then I was also dating another famous person I just know that like I would be competitive. Yeah, because everyone in Hollywood cheats. I know that mm-hmm. if I was dating another famous person that that they would be hooking up with everybody. Well, not even that. Like I would be like, oh, you did four major box office movies this year. Oh, well, like jealous of their work. Yeah. Yeah. Like I would always feel like I needed to like one up them. Oh, I would too. Are you kidding me? As I said before, if I was famous, I would be a monster. I would be like, no, you cannot possibly be better than me. What? Support you? 
no. when you have a better year than me, never, never, <laughs> never, never. But listeners don't let that stop you from yeah, rating, I, reviewing, sharing I, all of this, uh, you know, spreading the word about did that age well, because you know what, even the most famous podcasters still live pretty normal lives. <laughs> they do. If and you saw Ira said, Glass walking fine. down the street, you wouldn't, you wouldn't think twice. No. Um, oh, I love Ira Glass. Oh um, but I agree. And like we said, I think like you're not aiming for like A-list celeb. You're just aiming for like. Yeah. 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 I don't want to even be famous enough that like blind items could be written about me. Right. Like people aren't even considering you. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. So, and also because I think I share enough about my personal life on this podcast that there, like, there's no mystery. There are no Uh, blind items to be had. You already know. People are always like, what's something like, you know, like those icebreakers that are like, like, what's what's something about you? you?" I'm like, I tell everyone literally everything, everything, (laughs) everything. I'm like, you want to know what I ate for breakfast today? I probably already told someone. (laughs) You want to know my unsolicited thoughts about literally any topic in the world? I already told you. I already told you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Speaking of people who share unsolicited thoughts all the time, um, did you hear that Lena Dunham is making a Polly Pocket movie? Oh, Jesus Christ. (sighs) (laughs) Oh God. We're tired. We're tired. I'm tired. I, I have mixed feelings on Lena Dunham. Like, um, I really loved girls. I do think that sometimes she, you know, uses, her platform for like positive causes but sometimes she's just a lot she is one of those people who like I just think I am really worried that if I was famous I would be just like Lena Dunham that I would be (laughs) embarrassing that nobody would ask for my opinion but I'd give it anyway and then everyone would hate me for it yeah that's what would happen I would be so fucking annoying yeah I'd be annoying too for sure yeah so Anyways, and like any time that I just like made a mistake, I'd like dig myself deeper into the hole. Oh, oh God. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like my PR person would be like, no, Eve, don't, do not go on your notes app. Do not go on Instagram. Like, well, you can tell me what to do. So, yeah. and then exactly. I make it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Eve, this was fun. Yeah a blast. I Even always, the- it's always fun to be on the podcast with you. My gosh. It's always fun. I talk about the most boring movie in the world with you, <laughs> Great. but I hope that, I hope that the listeners got something interesting out of this. Yeah. Um, if nothing else, just imagining what we would be like famous. And if you're famous and you're listening to this, you can imagine what we would be like if we dated you yeah Yeah. I do have a boyfriend but depending on who you are um we could talk yeah same like we can make (laughs) it work we'll make it work depends on who you are yeah yeah totally um Eve have the best day get it with I do do. you get it (laughs) yeah I know Bye. bye friend bye